Hey, everybody, it's your girl Desiree. I am back with a new episode, and this time I'm talking about college. I know there are some people who are finishing up their last semester for the spring semester, so shout out to those who are class 2020. I know you are so excited that you're finishing. There are also some people who are starting their first semester, the spring semester, and there are those who are going back to school from the fall semester. So whatever situation you're in, I just want to make a make an episode and talk about college, especially for those who are just starting off. So the reason why I want to talk about this is because I've been to college. I've been to like four different colleges. And even though I'm not a college expert, I believe that I can speak on college experience. I've been away at college. I've lived in a dorm. I've lived like 13 hours away from home by car. And I've also done community college. I've done regular city four-year college. And I've also done grad school. So I believe that at this point, I can speak on college to some extent. Of course, my experience is not everybody else's experience. And that's for anything on this podcast. I'm always going to speak from things from my experience and also things that I've heard other people say and things that I've read because I always try to keep myself well-rounded. I don't always base things just on my experience. I also listen to other people and their experiences. I read things and yeah, so it's not always just my experience. But if it is my experience, then I will say so. So with that being said, (laughs) I have some points that I want to talk about. Because at the end of the day, choose to live healthier. It's not just about is choosing to live healthier. It's not just about what we eat. So health is also important when it comes to college because college takes up a lot of time, a lot of effort. So it does affect your health. It affects your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. So I wanted to talk about that here on this podcast episode right now. So if you want to hear that, stay tuned. It may not be you. You may have a child, friend, or whatever who's going to college. So you can still listen even if you don't choose to go to college because college is not for everybody. I understand that. However, I like to stay balanced. I like to value education, but I also understand that it's not for everybody because education is not just school. Education is, is there's many ways to get it, right? Any many ways to get it. And I've always been a free thinker. Free thinkers unite on this, on this podcast. So, um, there's many ways to learn. However, I still do value education because, hey, you know, like, why not? I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't go to college. So I can't down college. Yeah. But the first point, make sure you choose your circle wisely. It's so easy when you, especially when you go away to college, you're the only one there. You don't know anybody. You want to associate with people. You want to fit in. You want to be accepted. That's normal. We all want to be accepted. We all want validation. We all want that. Nothing wrong with that. It's just about how you go about it. And you need to make sure that you know what your goals are and you associate with those who have similar goals. If you know you want to keep A's and B's in school, then you don't need to be close to people who are not caring about their education, right? Or at least if they're not going to care about their education, at least they'll encourage you to care about yours. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, because we all get in a rush patches and things like that. Because when I was away at college, my roommate, well, my second roommate that I was best friends with and that I still am friends with, she was doing really, really well and I wasn't. I started off well, but then I got really, really depressed. I stopped going to class. She tried to encourage me, but I just wasn't trying to hear it. We still remained friends. She didn't cut me off. Like, oh, well, I'm not going to be friends with Desiree anymore because she's not doing well at school. She's going to tear me down, so let me cut her off. No, we remained friends, you know, because she understood my situation. You know, she understood that it wasn't because I was like, oh, screw school. I really was going through stuff, and I really 
didn't receive the support that I needed when I was away at college from the school. So not that I'm down to school or anything, but I just felt like there wasn't enough counsel and advising there. So in a way, that's actually good that I had that friend because if I didn't have that friend, I wouldn't have had that support system. So I'm not saying to cut people off because they're not getting grades that you're getting. I'm just saying, what are their goals? Are they trying to tear you down? Are they trying to hold you back? Or are they trying to encourage you? Because even if they may not be in the best place, they should still be seeking to not tear you down. They should still be seeking to encourage you to aspire to your goals. So you got to make sure you choose friends wisely. If you're not trying to party and be involved in having sex and partying and doing drugs and all that, then don't hang out with people like that. I'm not saying you can't say hi and bye and them be social. When I went away to college, I was social with a lot of people. But I wasn't close with a lot of people. So you can be social with people, but it doesn't mean you have to be close to them. So just be careful about who you call your close friends. Be careful who you have in your dorm room, especially if your dorms are co-ed. You really want to think about carefully what you're doing. And it's not always easy, because especially when you're young. I went away to college when I was 17. I became 18 when I was when I right before I started my summer session, because I started in the summer. So I understand you're young, you want to have fun, you got freedom, you want to do what you want to do, you're not in your parents' house no more, finally away from all those annoying parents, <laughs> I understand, but you do want to make sure that the people that you choose as your new support system, that they are people who actually care about you, and you take your time and you get to know their character. And you be careful of group settings, so if you're going to go out and do things with people, a lot of times people people tend to do more things that they shouldn't do when they're in groups. You could even research that. So you want to be careful with hanging out with groups of people because that's when you can be more easily influenced to do things. You may say, well, I'm strong and I have, you know, strong morals and values or I'm strong-willed. And granted, there are some people who no matter where they get around, they can stand their ground. But the average person isn't like that. The average person is influenced by other people. And that's just normal. So you have to be careful. And like I said, when you're in groups, you're even more highly influenced. There's psychology behind that. So you want to be careful when you're in group settings. And you want to be careful. Because even like, okay, let's just say like if you are going somewhere and then you're with a group of people and then they go and they do something bad. You could end up getting in trouble because you were hanging out with these people, even though you weren't doing it. Guilt by association. So you have to be careful when you're with groups of people because if you don't really know these people and you don't know their intentions and their character, you can get swept up into something that you never even imagined, right? So you don't want to just hang out with just anybody going out this place, that place with a group of these people, group of those people, and then you don't even know what their mindset is, what their mentality is, how they were raised and how they see life. Because people are raised differently. And some people may see one thing as something that's like not a big deal. But another group of people will see it differently because of how they were raised. So you want to really be careful. And I don't want to sound redundant, but I just want to really stress that because there are so many people, you know, they get themselves caught up in stuff. I've never really been in a situation where I've been with a group of people and I got myself in a bad situation because I was with that group. But I've read so many stories. I've heard so many stories. So just really have to be careful. I have been in situations where I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't have gone out with these group of people. But thank goodness it's never gotten, like, really bad. But you don't want to take that chance. 
so oh yeah and also it can get addicting like partying and drinking and all that stuff really you shouldn't be drinking before you're 21 by law (laughs) but a lot of people get caught up in that stuff because they get access to alcohol they get access to drugs they get access to different type of things because now they're going to these parties and they're serving alcohol or they're going to this event or that event things happen so you just really want to be careful it's easy to get caught up in that fast type of stuff and it's like oh i'm just having fun i'm young i just want to live my life i'm at college and you end up messing up your future because of something that you did when you were like 18 so you want to be really careful especially nowadays because social media people record everything so you're like drunk laid out somewhere and somebody's recording you or you're out acting up because you're drunk and so you're angry and you're fighting or you're in somebody's face and next thing you know it's on the internet you really just have to be careful because sometimes you could even get expelled from school because nowadays because people put everything on the internet the school might see it and may say oh we don't want the student here we don't associate with that type of behavior and you end up losing out on employment opportunities or school opportunities. And granted, you know, like you shouldn't live your life for other people. But you do want to still be aware of how you present yourself. So there needs to be a balance. I'm not saying to be paranoid. Oh my gosh, like people are going to judge me. People are going to judge you regardless. But I think the thing is, you still want to be cognizant. And you still want to think about how you want to be presented. If you don't really care then that's one thing but if you do care about having a certain image because you want a certain type of job or because you want to get married one day especially as a woman you know or whatever then you have to think about how you're presenting yourself now to the world because social media is public even if you do have a private page somebody's still saying that so you just want to be really careful so that's choosing your circle wisely and that's another thing so that i didn't write down but when you associate with people who do certain things and they post it and you might be there but you wasn't doing it they may associate you with doing that too or they may say well why would they have a friend like that which I don't think it's fair because you would have a friend who's a porn star does that mean that you're a porn star does that mean that you're into porn does that mean that you probably you could be virgin for all they know so I don't really think that's fair to judge somebody's character based on who they hang out with because me personally I hang out with all types of people I don't have a problem hanging out with people. Like nowadays, I mostly say to myself. But if I really had to, if I was in a position where I was hanging out with people on a regular basis, I don't really care. As long as you're not harmful, I don't mind. I don't mind hanging out with all different types of people. It doesn't phase me. Like I'm not gonna, oh, I'm not gonna hang out with her because she's a stripper. Or I'm not gonna hang out with her because she's a Muslim and I'm not Muslim or whatever. I don't, I don't see things that way so I don't know how somebody would really be able to judge my character by that because they would see me like even online I follow many different types of people on my social media so how are you going to judge my character based on that when I follow like all types of people (laughs) I'm just like that you know because I'm just fascinated by learning from all walks of life so I don't think it's really fair to judge somebody's character however what I will say is if all their friends are like that then it probably does say something about that character. You can't really judge somebody's character unless you really get to know them. But it does make people question if all her friends are loud and disrespectful and drunk and always fighting, then what type of college student is she? If she continues to associate with only mostly those type of people. 
So you want to also be careful about who you associate with, who you take pictures with, who you make videos with, because people are going to look at that. Even if you're sitting there quiet, they're going to look at the people that you are associating with. So you want to be careful with that. The second point is consider what you eat and physical activity. So this is more physical health. Yeah, so a lot of people, when they go away to college, especially when they go away, they get a lot of weight. Freshman 15. <clears throat> and I didn't have that. <laughs> I did gain some weight when I went away to college because I went to the South. And the South, they eat differently than New York City. So I did gain some weight. <clears throat> Excuse me. I actually gained more weight than I haven't even been able to gain back till this day. Um, yeah, so it definitely is different, especially if you go to a different culture like I did there's um you might gain weight and it was easier for me because I had a uh, I had a um what you call that a meal plan so I just use my car and I just swipe and I just eat my food <laughs> and I ended up spending up like $900 in like one semester <laughs> and it was like why you spend up all that money girl I eat a lot I really do and I was eating three meals at the time now I mostly eat two meals um but I ate, I like then I ate like three meals, <laughs> so I ate a lot of food. Um, but yeah, you want to be careful about what you're eating. I'm not saying that you can't enjoy food. I personally advocate a plant based lifestyle, so no meat, no dairy, no eggs, and all that. So that's what I'm gonna advocate on this podcast because that's what I advocate on my Instagram and my website and everything else. But I understand everybody doesn't eat that way. But I think that you need to just be really thoughtful about what you're putting in your mouth. Because if you're eating cheeseburgers and fries every day, then it's going to affect you. Even if you're small like me and you're skinny, that still affects your body. Even if you may not see it, you don't know what it's doing for your insides. You know, So you want to really think about what you're putting in your food. Make sure you eat a lot of fiber, brown rice, lentils, beans, vegetables fruits if you can get organic fruits and vegetables better greens spinach kale collard greens mustard greens um, leafy greens leafy dark greens when you're eating salad um you can have sometimes like a burger like a like a vegan burger sometimes or um sometimes i'll eat like vegan mac and cheese stuff like that but i try not to eat those things every day I do eat out maybe like once a week. We'll have food here, whatever. That's kind of what I did when I went to college too. I kind of eat out like once a week. Like I would have Chinese food, which I spit up all the money that was sent to me. <laughs> so I wanted to start for another day. But um, yeah, you just want to be thoughtful about, like I said, what you put in your mouth. Like think about what you put in your mouth, what you put in your mouth. Because at the end of the day, you're responsible for your health. You're an adult now, there may be some exceptions, but most people, when they start college, they're starting at 18, right? Or their birthday starts after they start. So you're an adult now. I know you're still young in some cases. Some cases, you may be older, but you are an adult and you're responsible for your health. So now it's no longer, oh, and I'm speaking more so to people who are living on campus right now. But now it's more not more so. My mom and dad is cooking for me now. It's like the food. I'm eating food at the school. I'm buying food for myself. So now you're responsible for what you buy, what you pick up in the cafeteria is all on you. Nobody's forcing you because you could choose to have this salad or you could choose to have that. So you want to start learning to be responsible 
and not use being young as an excuse. Oh, I'm young, so I can eat whatever I want to eat. And I even hear people telling people that because when I was younger, I would hear older people telling me that. And I would think to myself, no, I can't just eat whatever I want to eat just because I'm young. I mean, I say that to them because I don't want to be rude, but I'm thinking like, why are you encouraging me to eat whatever I want? when that's going to eventually catch up to me. You know, you have some exceptions of people who can eat whatever they want and they never really get sick. But that's not the average person. The average person, they will have consequences, negative consequences, because they're eating unhealthy for an extended period of time. And that's one of the worst ways because it happens slowly over time and you don't even feel it. You don't see it coming. Next thing you know, you're having a stroke or a heart attack. And people are having these things sooner and sooner than back in the days. People are getting cancer sooner because of the way they're eating, right? So you want to think about how you're eating. Like I said, I don't want to say like, oh, you can't have fun. You can't have mac and cheese once in a while. No, everything is balance. Not everything. I think there are some things that's like, okay, stay away from that, okay? But you want to you know, just really be careful, especially if you're slim and you don't gain weight easily because it's easy to eat whatever you want when you're skinny because it's like, well, I'm not going to really gain any weight. I'm not really going to get fat. Like, I can do whatever I want to do. And that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah, you may have to eat more if you're skinny and you're trying to gain weight. But even then, there's a healthy way to gain weight, right? You're using healthy fats like avocados, coconut oil, um, hemp seeds, almond butter, all the stuff that I'm trying to eat more of now. So, yeah. Yeah, you also want to strengthen your immune system. You're going to be around a lot of people in class, people coughing, people sneezing, taking your elderberry syrup, taking your echinacea tea, research the herbs. Of course, you want to be careful if you're taking medication or if you have any kind of medical issue, you want to research things before you take it. Sometimes the doctors will tell you not to take it. I take it anyway, even if doctors tell me not to, because I, I go by what my spirit is telling me. So that's just me. Okay. Now, if it literally says do not take that because I'm taking Tylenol, I ain't going to be like, well, I'm just going to drink this alcohol anyway, because even though I even though I feel like it, no, I'm going to listen to what the doctor says. The doctor says not to drink alcohol with that. I'm not going to drink alcohol with that because I researched it and it said not to do that. <laughs> but in some cases, I'm just like, okay. I hear you, doctor, but this is what I feel is best for my body. So you have to, yes, you want to listen to your doctor, but you also want to do your own research and understand your body. Because at the end of the day, you know your body better than anybody else. So that's why it's so important to learn your body. Don't be dependent on your doctor. They're not with your body 24-7. You're with your body 24-7. A lot of people don't know their bodies because they're not taking time to eat healthy and detox and cleanse. When you start doing all that stuff, you start learning so much about your body especially when you start eating healthier because then you'll start having reactions to foods you didn't have before. So many things are happening. So you really want to give your body space to heal and get to know how your body works, what your body likes, what your body doesn't like, and how much your body can take and push limits safely. Ask questions, research. Yes, do all that. You want to strengthen your immune system, especially in this type of season we're going in now with flu and everything going on you definitely want to strengthen your immune system and um yeah staying active taking the stairs taking walking especially if you are on campus and you're not really like 
going places, like you're not commuting. You definitely want to be walking on campus, biking on campus, um, maybe getting involved in going to the gym on campus. You definitely want to, I mean, I know the gym is not for everybody, but you definitely want to keep your body active. And walking is one of the best forms of exercise, especially fast walking. It's really, really good. So if you can walk to class, I did that when I was away at college. I walked to class and it was a good distance from my dorm room. So that definitely gave me a lot of exercise, walking to class, walking here, walking there, walking across the road to go to the market, coming back. Yeah. So I did a lot of walking. There were times when I would call home and I would be walking and talking and walking and talking. <laughs> I like to walk. That's just me. But um, it's one of the best ways to get exercise is walking, especially when you're walking with your friend and you're not even really thinking about it. And before you know it, it's like you've walked so many steps. You feel good. You feel healthy and you're getting fresh air. It's really, really good to keep yourself active and it's good for your mind because sometimes when you're in college, you get so overwhelmed with the finals, with the midterms, with the papers, different assignments. <clears throat> and you need to stimulate your mind in a different way. So you can do that by physical activity. It also helps to relieve stress and increase serotonin and increase endorphins, things of that sort. So you definitely want to consider staying active in your own way. So that's um, number two. And number three, protect your mind. Yeah, so you want to take breaks when necessary. You can, college can really affect your mental health because, like I said, you can be stressed. Oh my goodness, I have all this stuff coming up. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm so overwhelmed. And it can get really, really tiring. So you want to take breaks. If you're reading for like two hours, take a break for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, you know, have a snack or something, go for a walk, call a friend, get back to it. Try not to do any all-nighters. Try to give yourself enough time. If you know your paper is coming up in a month, start now. You know, even if you start your paper, you write it a month ahead of time or um, two, three weeks ahead of time, even if you do that, because you can always just go back and just revise it like a few days before it's due or something like that, as opposed to starting it a few days before it's due, or even worse, starting it the night before, <laughs> especially when you're like in grad school. I mean, the amount of reading they give you, sometimes it's just like not even possible. So you definitely need to take breaks and you can't really take breaks if you're starting last minute too. So you want to give yourself enough time so that you can pace yourself, especially if you have work, and other things that you're doing, you want to give yourself time. And actually, working in college actually helps you. For most people, you have exceptions, but most people do pretty well because um, it teaches you worth work ethic and it gives you experience before you even finish school. But also, it helps you to manage your time better because you don't have as much free time when you're working and doing school. So, having a job while you're in school is pretty good. But that, I'm, I'm going to get to that. Reward yourself after finishing assignments, finals midterms and things like that yeah so when you finish like a final or you finish a test you do really really well you can maybe like go out with your friend and go somewhere on campus have a nice little bite or whatever you don't have to spend a lot of money it doesn't even have to be like something where you spend money but just doing something really nice um it's really cool 
So you definitely want to reward yourself. Maybe you might watch like a nice little movie after you finish your paper or you might want to go out to eat, you know, maybe not spend too much. Maybe you haven't even spent any money in a while. So you now you can go and spend some money and go out to eat or whatever and enjoy yourself and congratulate on your accomplishments. So you definitely want to do that. It keeps you motivated. And you also want to look into stress reliefs and things that will help you minimize your stress. So as I mentioned, physical activity, but there's other things, aromatherapy, using essential oils. You can pray. You can read your Bible. You can do things like that. Getting enough rest is a good stress relief. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Eating good foods is also good stress relief. There are foods that are actually good for stress. Um, I believe when I was reading, they were saying like omega threes are good for stress. Also, making sure you're getting enough B twelve in your diet. But if you eat clean on most days, that also helps with stress as well because your body is is less taxed, and then your mind can work better and your emotions and everything. So, you definitely want to try to eat healthy, and I definitely advocate a plant based diet. <laughs> That's what I that's what I would suggest. So I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna come back with the other points. And just make sure you stay tuned for the rest of the talk about college and health. So I'll be back. Hi everyone, it's your girl Desiree. I'm back with the rest of the episode. I don't want to be too much longer, but I just wanted to get into a few more points when it comes to college and health. So my fourth point is when it comes to college is to also be wise in your romantic relations. So kind of similar to what I mentioned as far as friends and making sure you choose your circle wisely. The same thing I believe should be true for who you date and who you choose to um, eventually maybe marry and have children with and things of that sort. A lot of times people go to college and they want to experience the college life. This can be due to things that they see on TV or movies or social media and it's understandable. I mean, it's a time, especially if you're young, where you want to explore. Like I mentioned earlier in the episode, you have this freedom now. You're an adult. You want to experience life without your parents or your guardians or everybody else around you telling you what to do. But I just want to mention that it's important because sometimes you can do certain things in college as far as who you date that can affect your future. For example, you might rush into a situation with somebody being sexual and then you end up getting pregnant and now you can't finish school because you have a child now. Or maybe it's not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily throw you off, but the person that you had a child with is not the right person for you. And a lot of times people, especially if they're young and they're going to college, they still don't really know who they are, and that's perfectly normal. Your brain is still developing. So I just want to stress that it's just really important to think about that. I'm not saying that you can't date. I know some cultures will say don't date at all, which is usually geared towards women, of course. Um, Usually they don't tell guys that. 
But then what ends up happening is for some people, they don't date and they focus only on school, school, school. And by the time they get into their close to their 30s, because a lot of people are um, taking longer to finish school, they're taking longer to get their own place, they're taking longer to get established. Then now they're almost 30 or even later. And now they choose to have children or to now find a um, a spouse and that's not an issue if that's what you want to do, but you also have to take into account, especially as a woman, that you have a certain window of time to have children. You have a certain window of time where you have your youth and you want to not waste your youth, right? So you can still date and still be in college. You just have to know what you want, make a plan, make sure you seek out wise counsel, especially people that are older than you that are willing to give you sound advice. They've done it. They've done it the right way. And they are willing to be transparent with you and let you know about the mistakes that they have done so that you can hopefully avoid those mistakes. There's so much information online now, so many people that you can watch who can share knowledge to you on dating, especially if you have certain morals and values that you want to stand by. I think it's just really, really important. It's so easy to lose yourself throughout those years, 17, 18, up until 25. It's really, really easy to do so. And like I said, I'm not saying you can't have fun. I'm not saying you can't date. I think it is a good idea to date for certain people, especially if they want to get married and things of that sort. But I personally think that sex should be left out of it so that you can date multiple people, just get to know people and really think about what you want before you become exclusive to somebody and really tie your life and your emotions to an individual before you even really know if this is a person that you really want to spend the rest of your life with when there's so many other things that you probably need to learn. So that's just kind of my take on that. I definitely don't advise people to get pregnant while they're in college because that really makes it very challenging. It's already challenging as is to be in college. It takes a toll on your health mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. So to have a child, especially most people, they're not in the position financially to be taking care of a child as well while they're in college. So I just really just don't think it's a good idea. And then because of the climate of college and the way that the economy is, I mean, the economy is, they say, doing pretty well, but there are still a lot of people who are having very difficulty finding work, even though they have a degree or they're not, um, maybe they can find work, but they're not finding work in the field that they got the degree in, or they're not getting paid a certain enough, enough amount of money. So then to go and have a child when you're in this challenging period of your life. You don't even know if you graduate from college, if you're going to get a job right away, if it's going to take you a year. You don't know if you're going to have to go back home to your parents or whoever you were staying with. So I just really just don't think adding on that extra um, responsibility is a good idea. That's just my opinion. And at least if you keep sex out of it, then you can date multiple people and you can get to know different people and you don't have to worry about, you know, all the extra stuff that comes along with sex. And you get to, like I said, take your time before you become exclusive to somebody. It's so easy, like, when somebody wants to be exclusive with you to go along with it if you've never had it. And you just kind of accept it and say, yeah, sure, we'll be together. And then it's not even really the relationship you really want. And then, like, if you're being being sexual with this person, you raise the chances of um, binding yourself to somebody now that you may not really want to be with. Like you may want to be with them, but it may not be the best time or the best scenario. 
So I just want to mention that as far as college is concerned, there's so much pressure to party and sleep around and do this and do that. And we live in a culture that's highly sexualized and there's nothing wrong with sex. But like I mentioned in the last episode, sex in the wrong context can be very dangerous. And, you know, I'm not perfect, you know, so I'm speaking from somebody who is not perfect. And that's why I can say the things that I say, because I hope that other people will make um, good choices because now the people that are 17, 18, they have even more information than I had. So even if you didn't grow up with parents or people who were able to teach you the right way, there's so much more information out there now that you can search and you can learn so many books you can read. So I, I think that it's, you really should consider um, tapping into this plethora and this big web of information. Of course, you have to be smart and you have to listen to what you're hearing and really decipher whether it's true and what you want to take and what else you want to throw away. I personally listen to a variety of people when it comes to relationships and just all types of topics because I take everything, I take a little bit from everybody. Um, Even if I don't agree with their approach or some of the other things that they talk about, as long as it's something that I can digest and is not too hostile to me and my views, I still take from it. And that's just me personally. I don't say everybody needs to do that. But I do say that I think it's important to listen to more than one person when it comes to learning about relationships because different people are going to give a different perspective. And I think different perspectives are important. Number five, make sure you ask for help. When you're in school and you're going through classes, it's so easy to get overwhelmed and sometimes you get a little prideful and you think you can do it all, but it's important to let people know if you're going through something. If you have a paper due or you have a final, don't be afraid to ask the professor for help. Um, professor, you know, I'm wondering if I can give this assignment a little bit later because I'm struggling. Or I wonder if you could help me. Can I come to your office during your office hours and you can show me how to do this? Or I need a little extra time. Whatever it is you need, it's important to ask. You know, like they say, the worst thing that can happen is they say no. But even if the professor says no, then you can reach out to maybe the tutoring on campus or other resources on campus. There's YouTube. There's um, online services for tutoring. I mean, there's so many different information, so much different information online now. So it's so much easier. Like I use YouTube so much when I was in college because it helped me with so many different things that I just couldn't understand in class. Like there's just some topics like English where I just get it really, really quickly. But then there's like other things like math where it's just like, it just goes over my head. And YouTube I was actually able to take my time and learn it at my own pace. You could pause it, go back, do the answers and the different scenarios while watching it and pause. And, you know, it's really easy to do that. So, um, yeah, I think that's really important to tap into the resources that the school has, but also that you can find on your own. There's also counseling, like if you're going through a lot of stress, a lot of stuff going on in your life, because life doesn't stop when we go to college, as we know. You still got family stuff going on. You still got other stuff going on. Maybe even your health. Who knows? So the school, most schools that I've seen, unless you're doing online, but I'm sure maybe they even have some resources in that case. I'm not sure. I've never done a fully online school. 
However, all the schools that I've been to and all the schools that I've researched always had a counseling center. So make sure you use that. Even if you don't have like chronic depression or chronic anxiety, you've never been diagnosed with anything. That doesn't mean that you still can't go to therapy, you still can't talk to somebody. Maybe there's things in your childhood that you still are battling with that's getting in the way of school. And a lot of times as you get older, you'll start to realize a lot of things that you have that you may not have actually dealt with. So it's important. This is the best time, especially if you're young. Not understand some people going to college are not young, but for those who are young, this is like the best time to work on yourself. The best time to get as much therapy as you can. The best time to read. The best time to reflect. Spend time with yourself. Get to know yourself. Enjoy your own company. Learn to love the person you were created to be because this is the time when your brain is still developing. You're still being molded into the person you are going to be. So you're much more malleable and much it's much more easier for you to change and grow as opposed to waiting until you get older when you're more set in your ways. And then you probably have more responsibilities as you get older and it's going to be probably less time you have and a little more challenging. So I advise people to start working on, on themselves. I started when I was like 22 or 23. And I'm so glad I did. I wish I had done it sooner, but you know, I'm glad I did it when I did because I'm still working through some things. I'm like, wow, it's taking me so much longer than I thought. And it's a good thing I started then and not now. So it's really, really important to excuse me, use this time to do everything that you want to do as far as in improving yourself to be a better person and as you spend more time with yourself and get to know yourself you'll see things that you need to improve on if you're honest with yourself if you're honest with yourself so make sure you utilize those services in school there's a library they have services there as well there's also disability services in schools sometimes if you're a veteran there's veteran services Sometimes they have um, different help as far as like career services, help you with figuring out a career, finding work, not just while you um, are in school, but maybe they may even have it for when you graduate. So make sure you just look into these things and just tap into what the school has. At the end of the day, you're paying for it. So why not? And also family and friends. Hopefully you have a support system. If you don't, then I would suggest maybe even finding a friend on campus if you live on campus. <clears throat> or if you don't live on campus, you can still find a friend that's also commuting. And somebody who's very like-minded like you, who has very similar morals and values and goals and dreams. That doesn't mean you have to be exactly alike. I think you should have some differences as well to balance each other out. But you do, I believe should have somebody who is similar to you as far as their goals in life so they can encourage you to be better as a person and you can encourage them. I think it's important for everybody to have a support system. I think ideal is better to have more than one, but if you don't have anybody at all, I think it's best to start with at least one and then you can work your way up from there. But I think it's so important for everybody to have a support system, but especially when you're in college and you also want to have people in your classes that you can talk to as well even if it's just one person that you can exchange information with if you're not going to be in class you can let them know i'm going to be sick or i'm not coming into class today or i i um i missed this notes from class can you help me with that or maybe i'm not understanding the information i don't really want to go to the professor you're great in the class can you help me with that so it's good to have that. You don't have to necessarily be best friends with this person. It's just to have that type of contact with somebody in the class just in case something comes up. So I think that's important, too, to have a support system in your classes. 
Now, as far as number six, I don't want to spend too much more time because I'm already going to almost 15 minutes. But um, financial literacy, really, really important. A lot of times when you don't have your finances in order, when you're in college, it causes a lot of stress, a lot of stress on your health. A lot of times we, when we're young, especially if we're young and we're going to college, we're signing papers. We really don't know what we're signing. And next, you know, we owe like $100,000 in debt or $50,000 in debt. I mean, college is really, really expensive. So make sure you read things before you sign it. Make sure you ask questions. Make sure you research it on your own, not just what the school is telling you. And don't be afraid to ask your parents. And that's kind of, you got to, got to be like, balance with that because some parents will tell you just sign the papers you know just take out the loans because they may be basing it based on when they went to college but a lot of them are still living in their generation as far as their mindset and they're not seeing it for what it is now and I think now you have to be even more careful with taking out loans just because of the climate that we're living in so I'm not going to tell people don't go to college, but I'm also not going to tell people to go take out no massive amount of loans that they probably can't pay back for the next 20 years. I just don't think that's good for your health. I don't think that's good for your well-being. And the way that things are going now, I don't think that it's safe. So I would encourage you not to take out any massive amounts of loans if you can avoid it. To say not to take out any loans at all, I think it's unrealistic for some people. But however, if you are low income or you're struggling or whatever, try to look into a community college. You may be able to even go for free or very, very low cost. Or you could also look into a a city college that's a four-year. I know here in New York City we have CUNY, which is four-year schools, but then we also have like community colleges. And a lot of times students can go for very low cost because their income is low. So make sure that you look into that because just going straight to a university or a private college, it can get way expensive. And if you're not getting scholarships and most of your stuff is not being covered where you don't have to pay stuff back, I wouldn't advise to go and take out $40,000 a year. Remember, you have to do four years to do your bachelor's usually, sometimes five. That's a lot of money. And then graduate school gets even more expensive. So I I just encourage people to just think about that and think about the kind of life you want to live and if you want to be paying back loans until you're like 40. I know I don't. I paid off about $10,000 from my first college. And then I took out two loans for grad school. I paid off one of them. And then I have one more that's left that I need to start paying off again. But I've been focusing on some other things that I've been trying to pay off. And I've also been learning a lot about financial literacy because I had to go through. That's another topic for another day because finances definitely affects your health, especially your mental health, but also your physical health. And I think that's a good topic in of itself because a lot of times when we think about health we only think about food but what do I usually say choosing to live healthier is not only about what we eat so that's why on this podcast I speak about all different topics because everything affects our health everything ties back to health so make sure that you learn as much about finances as you can like I mentioned YouTube is a great resource to learn as much as you can about finances learn about credit cards debit cards investments Learn about student loans, learn about the different types of student loans that's out there. Learn about all that stuff before you sign anything. Of course, you're not going to know everything, but at least if you know the basics, make sure you learn it before you sign. Because once you sign those papers, it's a legally binding contract and you will be held liable for paying back those loans even if you don't finish that that degree. You may decide, I don't want to do this no more, I don't want to be in college, you still have to pay back that money 
or it may take you longer than you expected to finish and now you have to take out more loans. So make sure you don't just listen to the school. Yes, they may have great resources, but also research on your own, ask questions, speak to people who've gone to college, not just older people, because like I said, some of them are stuck in their own generation some of them are really cool and some of them will see things from both angles and they'll be like okay when I went to school it was like this however I also understand that it's like this for you that's great but some people they don't see it from this generation they see it only from their generation and that's not helpful (laughs) so that's why I say I think it's good to listen to different types of people because you can get something different from everybody and then you can form your own conclusion based on what you gain And then from there, you can make a a wise, informed decision. Because I'm always about, people are going to make any choice that they want to make. But I'm always about giving people information, allowing people to see things for what it is, letting people, encouraging people to think for themselves so they can make an informed decision. Because this podcast is not about, oh, I'm trying to tell you that you need to do this. Because Life has humbled me in so many ways, and I've been learning, like, you can't be, you can't be trying to control nobody. You can't even control yourself. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta just encourage yourself and encourage others to research, to think for yourself. We don't even have control over the things that happen to us sometimes. There are so many things that happen that we have no control over, but however, we can look at it for what it is, we can gain the information that we need to gain, and then we can make an informed decision rather than just walking blindly into things just because we are told things. I think that's just so dangerous. And I've always been a person to question things. I've always been that way. Some people are not like that. I understand, but I am. So that's why I'm always going to tell you to think for yourself. Yes. So make sure you use the resources um, that you have at your disposal and learn as much as you can. And lastly, make sure you get a job when you're in college if you can. You don't necessarily have to work for somebody else, but just finding ways to make money, legitimate ways to make money. Don't don't get don't get arrested. Don't get in prison. I don't want nobody to say, oh, Desiree just told me to go out there and just make some money. So I did and I got in trouble. No. <laughs> But I think it's great to learn how to make money if you haven't already started. Some people started in high school. Great. But some people, I got my first job when I was away at college. So I think it's great to learn about how to make money, how to manage money, how to open up a bank account, how to manage your time and your your resources. And also it teaches you responsibility, worth ethic, being consistent, being responsible, all those things that you're going to need if you go into a career or start your own business anyway. So it's best to learn now if you can. Some people going to college, they've already been working for a while. They already have family. They're just going to college later in their life. Great. But some people, which I believe I could be wrong, I can do some research on it. No problem with that. But based on based on what I've noticed, people that are going to college tend to be people coming from high school more so than people who are going back like when they're 40. Yes, it is happening more now because the climate is changing. However, I believe that the, the, um, the percentage is still larger for people that are younger. I could be wrong. Like I said, I can research it. Not an issue. But when you're young, it's important. Learn as much as you can about working and making money. Like I said, you don't have to work for somebody else. There's so many ways to make money these days. So make sure you research and see what works well for you. You can start your own business when you're in college.
So there's just so many things you can do. You don't really have to work for somebody else if you don't want to. So that's basically the episode. Oh yeah, and lastly, your resume. You want to work on your resume and all that stuff while you're in college. Make sure you gain experience if you can. Do internships and all that stuff if you can. And like I mentioned earlier, there's career services and things like that. Make sure you utilize that so that you are ahead of the game. So that when you graduate, you already have a resume. You already have some experience under your belt. You already have more of an idea of what you want to do. And you can have a step ahead of people who are just like just about to graduate or they just graduated. Now they're looking for work or now they're trying to figure out how to do their resume. You want to be ahead. You want to be a step ahead because the way things are now, you really have to be ahead of yourself. So I hope this episode has been helpful to those of you who are in college or about to go to college. I hope that you think about your health when you're in college, your physical health, mental health, emotional health, and spiritual health. Make sure you know don't neglect yourself for a degree. Yes, a degree is important for some people. Yes, education is valuable, but to allow yourself to be sick and to be unwell for a degree, I don't feel like it's worth it. So make sure you take care of yourself and do what you have to do and make sure you stay focused and don't allow relationships and different things to distract you for your goals and things that you want to accomplish in your life. Make sure you stay focused, keep your head on, and make sure you choose your circle wisely. I hope this has been helpful once again, like I said, and I will be back with a new episode soon. Take care. Bye.